Okay, hello everybody. Welcome back to our podcast, uh, Mental Breaker. I am Gustavo. Um, this is Melrose, aka Blazing Persuasion. This is Jazz. And um, today we're just gonna be talking real quick, a little bit more about uh, resiliency. Just touch a little bit more on that. And just like some of the topics that we're gonna go through is how we are resilient, and some taxes that promote resilience, and just resilience overall for people of color. And that's what the topics that we're going to talk about. And we're each going to just show our own experiences and just some of the things that we've learned through being in this program. But yeah, so what do you what do you think, Jazz? What are some like the ways that you are resilient um, in yourself? I know that you're an artist. Maybe you can start off with that. Yeah, so music, making music for me is a big, is a big deal in my life. Um, do you feel like it's something that you can do that kind of like helps you just like you know, promote your own resilience and stuff like that? Or, like, is it kind of, like, just allow you to, you know, share your own, like, emotions, your own feelings? Because I know that, like, hearing through some of your music and stuff like that, I know that it seems like it comes from, like, a certain place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When I'm thinking about some, I got, like, this little rhyme stuck in my head that I've been saying to myself, and I just want to put that to something or even, like, maybe relate to a couple people. I don't know. For sure. Um, what about you, Melrose? I know that, like, you recently did, like, an art show. You, you got paid, like, 400 for or something like that. So I feel like we could speak a little bit on that. Grants on grants on grants on grants. Uh, yeah, I love grants. You said what? Grants. Oh, it was a grant? Yeah, they were a lot of grants. Yeah. What are grants? You'll find out later in life, Jazz. All right. Okay, well. Looking forward to it. First off. It was it was pretty nice. There was a lot of Native Americans. Hey. I don't really know Native Americans like that because I'm not really connected to the community like that. You know, yeah. sometimes it's uh it's a uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird being a part of a new community that you never knew that you were a part of. But yeah, and also, I like I like I like yeah boxing. Boxing is pretty nice. Boxing. Yeah. It's it's a it's a nice reliever for the body, heart and soul, even though it messes up your knees sometimes because you have to have to like a you have to have like a constant stance yeah. of just bending your knees the whole time. Yeah. Um so that's what's up. I mean personally for me, yo, I think that some of the things that keep me resilient I feel is sometimes just like speaking to people. I feel like I really like um interacting with people and talking with people. And I feel like that's one thing that really helps me get resilient. Um, but besides that, I feel like certain things, like, some gonna sound basic, but I, I fuck with video games. They like the stories, it's like that movies. It's filthy. I like that type of stuff. It helps me get resilient. I like, um, I think sometimes just going on like runs and stuff like that really helps me. Even going on walks. I also like, um, one thing that I really love is just like clothes. I feel like I really mess and I fuck with like the street well, cult- streetwear culture and also like just, um, learning more about like, you know, what people mess with, what I like personally. I even did like a full on podcast um, for one of my classes that was, I called Street Will Alert, and it was about that type of stuff. So I really mess with it. But yeah, that's one thing that keeps me resilient. But like, one thing that we like to showcase in this like thing is besides like our own experiences, just like some tactics. I want to just go into like, what are some tactics that uh, promote resilience that we know of that doesn't even need to be correlated with us? Like Melrose said boxing, but another one of the Yomis that is in here, um, named Messiah, he also really messes with boxing. But what else do you guys think is just like some other ways that you see in your life people promoting that that resilience type of thing? Uh, 
creating something they're passionate about, like artwork, like Melrose. Um, uh, there's a lot, man. Like exercise is especially important with resilience because that's like that helps the mind and the mental health like really well. I guess <laughs> I can't really talk, speak on that. <laughs> I don't exercise, but I should. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I just want to. Well, you know, but I've like walked even when walking. I didn't want to, and then when I finally saw that bus stop, I was like, oh my god, I'm like, amen. <laughs> <laughs> like the relief was just amazing yeah i love that feeling for sure i feel like as you said like you don't like exercise is a good one but like even if it's something light like walking y'all mm-hmm. there's something like yeah. that can be cool about like just walking maybe like with your headphones in sometimes too or like not even without just hearing like especially if it's sunny outside oh hell yeah some therapeutic ass shit y'all mm-hmm. like, so yeah. yeah that's one thing what about you my rose what are you thinking dancing dancing a lot of dancing you know, sometimes you just dance out of nowhere where there's no beat. Like yes. what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I mess with that. Oh, uh, what's it called? Recently, I went to like a quinceañera and stuff like that. And they was like putting a bunch of Latino music. And so, what's it called? Me and a couple of homies, my, one of my cousins and stuff like that. We went up there, bro. That shit was fun as hell. No cap. After I was done, bro, like it was cool. I liked it a lot. It was like I feel like it's a very unifying experience too, especially if you like doing it with a bunch of people. Like they even you know that really basic ass song, the ones like the cha 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 dance or something like that, the really simple one. Well, like we did that one time, and it was cool. Even simple stuff like that. Yeah, being with family is it. Being with family is like really important as well, and for people to not have like that connection with their families, like it could be really hard too. Yeah. For sure. To stay strong. You need that extra bond in your life. And like, yeah. What, what, what were you about to say, something? James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like family, man, like, it depends, though. Like, family could also be somebody that brings you pain, but also could be something, like, for me personally, I have, like, a very unified, like, family, like, a very, a very unified relationship with my mom and my brother. That's for sure one thing. So... I agree with that, that in certain occasions, family can be a very good support system that promote resilience. It can give you some role models, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like maybe even that, like, just touching on that, like, you know, having role models is a good thing. That promotes positive mental health. Just having somebody that to look up to or just, you know, being your own, like, you know, your, the people that or the person that, like, toots your own horn, like, being your own role model thing and like, always improving is good, too. But, yeah. Um, and next up, I think that we may might be able to like just touch real quick on just what is like how how should I phrase this? It's like what can resilience for people of color look like? What do you guys think? Because I feel like people of color go through very different experiences than like let's say non people of color, for example. And there's certain things that they don't have to go through that we have to go through, and so we need to like at least have some support system in order to know how to deal with it. I said earlier today, community is one of the biggest things that can help a person. Mm-hmm. Being around people who experience the same things as you and being able to talk about that together and like problem solve kind of, you know. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, microaggressions and people 
act in all certain types of ways for no reason. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary things happening. And I, yeah, for we, real. Just, we just really need that community around us. Especially like when you brought up the thing about microaggressions. I remember, like, I think it was even just yesterday when I think it was Rose that brought up how there was something that happened like when the bus or something like that that made her feel really badly when like people were like, like there was like this one oh, uh, yeah. certain like like white lady or something like that who uh, did like move to a to a different like side of the bus something like that and like oh, it was just a whole situation and just made her feel a certain type of way and it really hurt her and like knowing how to deal with that I feel like when you go to that just remembering your like your own self worth you feel me like mm-hmm. it isn't defined by like with the actions of other people I feel like understanding your own self worth is so key you feel me mm-hmm. and important and I feel like yeah also like what she did was really cool about expressing her anger with the situation. She expresses to people that could probably understand the situation. I feel like that was very, very, uh, very intricate, very powerful that she did that. And that's definitely one thing that you can do, rely on people. I had sure. this experience on the bus one day. Um, I was sitting in the the elderly disabled seats. Um, I usually went because I try to avoid the situation that I had that time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um this older white lady got on the bus and she like and someone else was sitting next to me like the front seats were full and like people were standing up and she she like asked this one lady to get up and move because she wanted to sit there she sat down I felt so like uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but like it wasn't even for a reason like I was just uncomfortable because I thought she was going to ask me to move next or something or like like give me weird looks or something like I just felt really like you know off that threatened for no reason like yeah it's just it it affects racism and discrimination like really can affect a a way a person thinks and and functions throughout their day so yeah for real um and also feel like maybe one thing person that can comment very well on like this type of stuff is melrose because i feel like i mean just going through an experience of being a mixed person as well is very like you know, it's different from, like, let's just say, like, you know, one race, stuff like that. It's different. But, yeah. Do you have anything you want to add? So, basically, I was raised to be an African-American male. Rose basically just raised to be within that community rather than an Asian community, a.k.a. Filipino slash Islander community. Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't really know that side. And also, I'm Native American too. And I don't really know that many Native Americans as well. So I don't really know how to be a part of that community other than just say that I'm Native American and that I'm Filipino. Mm. Yeah. Like absence of like knowing your own community is definitely one thing that's really big. And I want that can affect people. So that's what's up. Thank you for sharing. Um, also one thing, and this is like, especially affects immigrant populations or, like, people that are, like, mostly canvassed as immigrants, I should say, is, like, just feeling like you don't really have a space in America or, like, feeling like you don't belong here type of thing. Even if you do have such a issue, that, like, same fear can, like, just come through you or that fear for your family. And I feel like when it comes to that um, and those, like, aces that come out of that, it's very important to understand that, like, I mean, this country is built out of, like, off of immigrants. It's, like, built off of immigrants' bags, built off of slave bags and stuff like that. So, I mean, you can't necessarily feel like you don't belong in a place that you built yourself because I feel like 
that's very incorrect to say that when literally everyone here is an immigrant except when except Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just feel like just make sure to understand like this goes back to self worth. Like just making sure to, to understand your own identity and that you're you know you're part of this community. You're part of the American community. And yeah, that's that makes definitely me one so thing. mad, man. People really acting like they don't know their fucking history. Like I know y'all had to have these six hour discussions on fucking Native Americans. Like yeah. I don't understand. What are, what are you? Why? Why are you agreeing with Trump? And you're just like, oh, but they're coming here illegally. They should have known. You know what, bro? Your your ancestors were immigrants. What are you talking exactly. about? Well, you see. Um... <laughs> In the school system, right, we don't really talk about the colored history of America rather than just the white version of America for, like, most of, like, especially back in the days, they just never talked about Native Americans and they just talked about Native Americans being savages and just yeah. mm-hmm. slavery yeah. being a bad thing, but they never really fully went into the depths of slavery and also mm-hmm. how... Uh, Mexicans came along through rape and pillaging. I feel like they're starting to get better at doing that stuff, at least at my school, because they realize that that those topics aren't getting talked enough about, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to like inform us, inform us of like multiple um, encounters. Yeah, and that's why I feel like when it's taught correctly, um, certain classes, like even history class, like I feel like throughout my my time as like being in school it had been taught in a very like negative like eurocentric way but i feel like through my time at girlfriend having the teacher that i did it like helped me realize like the importance of knowing that that our history isn't white type of thing you feel me Mm -hmm. and yeah that's one thing that i actually do have a lesson for because it's good to understand that you come from power and you come from strong people and you haven't always been just a victim type of thing you feel me yes that's one thing to know that's where I think black people get their resiliency from yeah. most is, is their ancestors. For sure. You know, they were, even after, like, like for an example, Frederick Douglass, he taught himself even after, like, yeah. uh, sorry, <laughs> um, yeah, he taught himself how to read and all that, and, like, he got freed, so. For he's, sure. He's a, yeah, he's, like, the number one, like representation for resiliency for sure i think well yeah i mean i mean not just the only one not number probably not number one i don't know that much right now because you know school's lacking but (laughs) (laughs) you're right uh yeah so one thing that i learned is that people don't even know the holocaust was real yeah Yeah. some people be denying that shit and i'm like wow that's you do that y'all like what damn no but for all right well do you guys have any like ending comments i think we're yeah, we're around 15 minutes right now. So, do you guys have any comments that you Be educated. Find knowledge anywhere, everywhere, and anytime you can. For don't sure. talk shit if you don't know shit. <laughs> Amen. I, I, I mess with that. For sure. Be educated and also just understand your own self-worth and that anybody can be resilient. But yeah. The US mm-hmm. Also, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold yep. Up. Vote for Michelle Obama for 2020. Wait, she running? Nope, but I still vote. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I you better do. vote. Someone good, too. Not for that sure. orange guy. 2020. Amen. <laughs> Alright, thank you guys for listening.